0: We are together again. I'm Havila Cunnington, and this is the Havilah Cunnington Podcast, and we are gonna spend a few minutes talking today about the thing you all like to ask me the most, which is, how do you do what you do? For those of you that don't know who I am, I am first and foremost a mom of four crazy boys, I am the wife of a fabulous and amazing man, and I am a traveling mommy minister. So I travel and teach about three to four times a month, as well as I author and write Bible studies and video Bible studies, and drop those about two to three times a year. And so how do we do all that we do? That's the question we get most of our emails. And Posts that we get sent to us have that question on them. And I'm breaking down a few of the things that I do often to help me. Like I've said before, these are negotiable. They're things that I do right now in my life. They may change, but they're helping me right now function and have the best life right now. Again, I have to do the thing that helps me function right now and be obedient. Me being the most obedient uh, woman of God that I'm called to be is going to help me be the most fulfilled woman on the earth. So again, my yes is going to be different to your yes. My no is going to be a different no than your no, and that's totally okay But I know that we have to have a strong yes and a strong no to fully function as men and women uh, that are fully empowered. So just let's sit back and let's just relax and realize that it is okay and that we are not being mean to have good boundaries. So my second core value that I like to live with, and you can write this down if you like, and I'm saying that. Um, In a teasing way, because this is going to sound a little funny to you, but my second core value that I live by on a daily basis consistently is that once a week I have a pajama day. Yes, you heard that right. We have a pajama day. Now, I don't necessarily mean that I live in my pajamas that full day, but what I mean is that I do not get ready that day. That means I do not put on my makeup. I do not think about seeing anybody. I lay low for a full day. I mean, if you see me, you're gonna. it's going to look like I did not get ready for the day. And I do that because I need a Sabbath. I need a day where I don't have to think about seeing anybody. I don't have to think about... Uh, what if my clothes match, I have to think about uh, if anyone's coming over or if I'm going to run into anybody. I just like to relax for the day. Now, I get it. Some of you out there are thinking, Havala, I'm a low-maintenance person. I never think about that. Well, then that is awesome. But for someone like myself that lives somewhat, uh, in, in a place for people, I have to actually shower and I have to <laughs> have things match in some ways, or I have to actually, uh, you know, look somewhat clean and make sure that there's not, uh, kid residue on me. Um, you know, most days I have to kind of think about that. Um, there's every once in a while, I just like to have a day off. And so that has been Uh, a really saving grace to my life. And what I mean is that if I can if I realize that I've been spending 10 days in a row where I've been getting ready, 10 days in a row where I've been washing my hair and picking up my clothes and and leaving the house and getting ready and making sure that I don't have makeup smeared under my eyes and making sure that my hair is brushed or making sure that you know whatever it is it starts to really reflect in my everyday quality of life and so there's a day as well that my kids participate in this so once a week i don't require my kids as well to get ready make sure that they are all ready to leave the house and and prepared and we just hang out you know they get their own breakfast we you know let the let the cartoons hang out we we just kind of really really lay low and And we just take it easy for the full day. And I am not, the schedule does not dictate the day, we dictate the schedule. And we lay low for that day. And there's something about that day of rest that just helps us to to navigate the rest of the other six days. And that's for our family, that's not Sunday. So we don't now, again, that doesn't mean I understand when sports kick in or other things, obviously those days are a little bit more intense, but we try not to make that our Sunday uh, as as that day because we like to go to church, we like to hang out with people on Sundays, we like to connect. And so we try not to make that our Sabbath day, we try to make that another day. Now, that may be um, in the summer, that can be a whole different day. But usually that's a Saturday. Or it can even be, um, if if it ends up being a school year, then that might be that the kids go to school on a Friday and I just lay low on a Friday, pick them up, and then from 2, 2.30 in the afternoon, we just lay low for the whole evening and we relax. So again, you have to let that work for you and function for you. But it has really, really helped me to have a pajama day. So I hope that helps you. I hope it doesn't stumble you. I really actually don't care too much if it stumbles you. I hope that that just releases you. And so, um, like I said, those are my rules. I hope it helps you. We're going to tune in to day number five for radical growth, and I will catch you on the other side. Hi, I'm Habila Kennington, and this is an online study of my new book, Radical Growth. Uh, it looks like this, and it's a guidebook to vibrant living, a, guide- a building a vibrant life. And I just want to welcome you. We are on the last day of our first week together. Um, it's been really enjoyable watching all the comments and people posting and sharing and I just have really enjoyed it. I'm anticipating some good stuff and I hope that you're sharing it as well and you're enjoying it. Um, We've kind of learned this week a lot about the basics. We've learned about um, why we were created. We learned about uh, that the Bible, God, wants us to be fruitful and to multiply not just in our body but in our spirit and our soul and every other area. Um, We also learned that we are containers of God, that we contain Him not only in our spirit, but in our soul and our body, and that we were meant to contain Him. We learned that loving Him and being a lover of Him makes us successful. Those are ground truths, baseline to growing a vibrant life. And then we also have learned about our spirit being a God-shaped hole that only God can fill, and then the Holy Spirit coming within us and operating with us. We learned about our soul being our mind, will, and emotions, and those need to be rejuvenated and, and uh, renewed uh, with the dependency of the Holy Spirit and growing good fruit. And then now we're learning today, lastly, about our body and how our body is also a part of that. If you have your Bible, open up your Bible to 1 Corinthians chapter 6. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Um, in order to build, build a vibrant life, we have to understand that our body is a vital part of that. Um, in fact, Paul talks about it in, in one of the passages in 1 Corinthians. He says this, So I run with, with purpose in every step. I am not a shadow box. I'm not just shadow boxing. That's probably good that he's not a shadow box. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what I what it should do. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching, To others, I myself might be disqualified. What Paul is showing us is that he has a core value. And his core value is that he leads his body, not the other way around. Not that his body leads him, but that he's the boss of his body. In our home, I say a phrase a lot to my two-year-old and three-year-old, which is, I'm the boss of you. Now, I don't say that for them, although it sounds like it. I say for me, because at the end of the day, I need to be reminded that I'm in charge. I'm the adult. I get to choose their environment, and I get to choose their attitude, quite frankly of how we're gonna live. And so it's a bit like that with us. We're telling our body, body, you will submit to what the Spirit of God is saying. Mind, will, and motions, you will submit, and body, you will submit, because if you do this, you will have joy, peace, and fulfillment. It's guaranteed uh, that he wants to operate that as well, and left to our own devices. Our body will uh, want its needs met instantaneously, satisfied immediately, and we'll do whatever it takes to get those needs met. Regardless of who it costs or who it hurts. First Corinthians talks about it here. It says, Do you not know that you're the body, that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought with a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. I love how the message says it as well. The physical part of you is not some piece of property belonging to the spiritual part of you, which I think is key. Your body isn't just owned by your spirit, but God owns the whole work. Uh, so let God, so let people see God in and through your body. Uh, have you ever thought about that? That your body actually is a testimony to those around you and that people can see God in your body? I, it's just a kind of a radical thought there. So anyway, that's fascinating. Um, something I want you to meditate on this morning is that your body is not. Going to dominate your spirit and your soul. Your spirit dominates everything, and so my question to you is: Is your body dominating your life, your spiritual life? Is it conflicting? Do you find that um, you 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 would rather do something with your body or lead, let your body lead, and 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 ultimately you sacrifice your spiritual life? or even your your renewal of your soul because your body is dominating it. I kind of set it better here. Many times your body will dominate your world when your soul and spirit needs are not being taken care of. Is your body dominating your life? Is your physical state or condition affecting the ability to connect spiritually with God? Does your body come first and is, ruling, is, it, is it ruling your mind? Will and emotions. Take a moment and surrender your physical frame to God today. Ask him um, if there's any physical com- discomfort that dominates your life rather than your spirit and ask him to come. I also am a firm believer that God can heal our body. Uh, but that requires us asking him to do that and, and believing that he can. Your daytime dare is simply uh, Proverbs fourteen thirty. It says that envy rots the bones. A peaceful heart leads to a healthy body. So if you're having a physical ailment, sometimes we need to ask ourselves, is there something going on in my spirit Disconnect, or in my soul, that's allowing my body to act out what's going on the inside of us. I have found many times headaches, uh, me feeling physically fatigued comes from stress, comes from uh, me not having, me not forgiving somebody or relational conflict. That if I work out, I find my body is at rest and at peace. Finally, in the evening, reflect on this week. You know, we talked about baseline, radical growth, building a guidebook to building a vibrant life. Well, how do we do that? understanding how we were made, respecting how we were made, and beginning to put energy into the simple things of how we were made. So we all are given the same seed, the same gardener, the same soil. We're all given the the same environment, if you will, meaning that we can grow God in us. So how do we do that? How's your body doing? How's your soul doing? How's your spirit doing? Are you containing God? Are you casting down wrong thoughts? Are you declaring good things over yourself? Are you setting your life up to be vibrant and live that life he's called you to? So I hope so. It's been a great week, week one of radical growth. Well, my friends, that's our time for today. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the new Periscope. You can also find my products and my upcoming events at HavilahCunnington.com. Hey, don't forget to leave me a review. I read each and every one. Thanks for listening. Have a great day, and I'll catch you next time.